0: Hey everybody, this is Brian from Maximum Libertarian. I wanna thank you for uh, tuning in today. If you haven't already, please, uh, wherever you listen to your uh, podcast, give us a five-star rating. Like and share it with your family and friends. Help us grow this thing. Also, please go over to our YouTube channel, our Rumble channel at Maximum Libertarian click the subscribe button and follow us there. And then you can go to Twitter and follow us at WeAreMaxLib. So, now I've got that out of the way, let's roll into all the big stuff that's going on across the planet, you know what I'm saying? Because here at home, we're reaching a debt ceiling limit Which we've already reached. Now they're trying to finagle things so that we don't default um, and not pay our bills. You've got us sending weapons to the Ukraine as a proxy to fight Russia. And that's not going to work out for us. So... You know, what, what do we got to do? We can't keep voting for the Republicans and Democrats because both of them have led us to this moment. And both times, every time... Not both times, but every time the losing party doesn't have the power, they'll pretend that had they been in power, they would fix it. And I'll give you an example. I was watching an interview that Elizabeth Warren was talking about, and she said that if it wasn't for these Republicans, you know, we would pass bills and laws so it makes it illegal to do insider trading. She completely ignores the fact that they've been in power... For the past uh, well, let's see two years where they had the White House and they would have had Congress and they could have passed the bill then, but they decided not to. Nancy Pelosi did not to be d- decided not to bring that bill up because her husband, Paul Pelosi, he does so well on the stock market. you know he beats like Warren Buffett and all these other big time investors so they don't want to bring that up so we'll see if the Republicans will but I have this gut feeling that yeah if they do pass a bill it's just going to be some watered down version and it's not really going to be a, anything major it, you know it's going to be the same old ham hunt you know just get it out there and we'll, we'll say we did something but we really didn't do anything So, we've got the debt ceiling, like I said, and hopefully, and I don't expect this to happen, because that's why we need Libertarians and other parties inside of Congress. Because right now, with the debt ceiling, we've got to finally look into the mirror and say, we can't keep going the way we are. But we've got politicians like Elizabeth Warren, like AOC, like Ben Klein, that will tell his constituents or tell her constituents what they wanna hear. They don't tell them the honest to God truth that, hey, yeah, it sounds great to have Medicaid for all. It sounds great to have universal health care. It sounds great to be cradled to grave, uh, you know, support from the government. But when we do that, we will run out of money. It's not going to be successful. But what we do is we lie to the constituents. They lie to the constituents, not we. But they lie to the constituents. And it spends them up. And then when they don't get their free health care, they don't get their free college, or they don't get their rent control or whatever the case might be they immediately start getting angry and frustrated and so that's why with this debt ceiling it's time that we quit passing bills that are 4,000 pages you get two hours to read it and if you don't pass it we're gonna you know we're not gonna be we're gonna have to do a government shutdown that's ridiculous Insane. That's ridiculous. Um, So hopefully they'll hold the line. Hopefully the Libertarians will put up part uh, good candidates that will be able to go and express uh, this information to the to the voter. And I know a lot of voters don't want to hear it. I think voters want to hear the rainbow and sunshine and make believe. Uh, because if, if, you know, Dr. Lark, Jim Lark, he once made a question. He said, why don't libertarians get elected more often? He said, the reason they don't get elected is we don't promise anybody anything. And we've got to be the party that jumps in front of these two and quit. Look, Republicans aren't constitutional conservatives. They are, you know, they're authoritarians. That are standing on your neck, fascist, just like the Democrats are authoritarian fascism and socialism and you know any ism that you want to put out there, yes, they are not good party either. They're not looking for the looking out for the working man, and they're not looking out for the betterment of this country. So That's what I think about the dead scene. We've got to get to a point where we've got to start making an actual budget. We've got to take, I believe, some that little group that fought against Kevin McCarthy recently. That was one of their things that was a sticking point is budgets are supposed to be broken down into, like, the different segments. So you'll have military, you'll have infrastructure, whatever the case might be. And then you're going to pass bill by bill for each one. If that's the case, I think that'll be a good thing. Let's hope they do it. But, once again, Republicans don't make me go, yeah, they're going to uh, lead this charge. They'll, They'll definitely won't. So... Yeah. All right. Let's roll into real quick. Uh, This past Saturday, uh, Rhonda McDaniel, she is now the fourth term is the RNC chair person. She beat, and I cannot remember the lady's name, but like it was like eighty-one percent of the GOP membership wanted new leaders. But those that showed up elected Rhonda McDaniels. And she's the niece, which I did not know this, of Mitt Romney. And he's such a wonderful Republican. And so she's been able to be the chair for losing Congress. She lost the presidency when there was supposed to be a big red wave they bare. granted they won you know but they did not do as well as they thought they could have done and that has to go on leadership like I said when you have the internals people are wanting something different, you've got to give them something different when people in the Libertarian Party started bitching about the Mises caucus showing up, well guess what ladies and gentlemen those that showed up elected the Mises caucus members and let's be honest here the past leadership has been milked toes. they haven't done much they were silent during COVID they've been silent during a lot of issues and you want to see a strong message now I'm not all impressed with everything that the Mises caucus does and some of them in like state roles like maybe New Hampshire or wherever kind of frustrates me because it it's a direct uh, thing on us as a whole but overall with the what Angela McCardle and some of them are doing I that's what I wanted to see. We need bold messaging. And I'm hoping... You know, we have talked to Lars Bampstead. We've also talked to Mike Termont. These are two individuals that are seeking the nomination from the Libertarian Party. I feel that they will... Uh, if people... Libertarians have got to help these guys out. So if you've got social media... Like their page, like the stuff that they put out, share with your friends. That's it. There's no money that has to be uh, exchanged. You don't have to send no cryptocurrency. You just have to hit like and share. Let your friends know about these individuals. That's the only way they can get name recognition. So, that's all I have to say about that Congratulations to the GOP for maintaining the status quo and probably 2024 doing lackluster in that as well because I don't foresee them putting up anyone that's going to be exciting. If they run Donald Trump, Ron DeSantis might get a little more excitement, but you know, Trump did his little rally in South Carolina on Saturday night and here he is standing there with Lindsey Graham so that's all you have, Lindsey Graham Mitch McConnell worked tirelessly to make sure Trump failed at the same time Donald Trump will get in bed with these two fellas so you can't have it both ways, if you talk Trash about someone, don't expect them to help you. And it goes the other way, too. You talk bad about Trump, don't expect Donald Trump to come help you. So, all right, now let's do the final thing. We're going to go into Ukraine. We are sending tanks to to fight this war. and we've wasted money. War's bad. I know it's I know a lot of people here in the Libertarians, one of the things that we like to do is we we sign the NAP, the non aggression principle. And I understand it, but sometimes you need to go to war. Sometimes you do need to be aggressive. Um you know, I'm anti-abortion but i would never make it against the law i'm anti-war but it'll be on the books uh death penalty same thing i i, I never plan to use it but i would never remove it because there is sometimes there is a two to three percent chance where an abortion needs to be taken done there is a chance where war might have to be done and there's always a chance it's someone. As sad as it is, and I don't want you know human life. I mean, I get it, but you sometimes you have someone people have to die, you know, and it sucks. But with us sending truth with us sending money, and now us sending tanks, and us doing probably other things, that's not being reported. If I had to imagine. You know, I'm assuming. But if we, with all this other stuff that we're having to do, um, if you remember back with World War II, when Japan came and attacked Pearl Harbor, the reason they attacked us was not because um, they just wanted to attack us. We were doing exactly what we were doing with Russia. We were in Ukraine. We were sending the people they were fighting weapons and money and things of that nature. And in turn, they went and said, "You know what? We're going to go cut the source off of our problem and they attacked us." So, I don't want to see World War 3, and not many people that I know do. But I do know that there's people out there that would prefer because they're looking at the money aspect. And they're looking at this control. So in turn, we've got to stop it. On February 19th, there's going to be a rally in D.C. that the Libertarians are putting on. It's Rage Against the Wars or Rage Against the War Machine. It's going to be, you know, at the Capitol, D.C., from 12 to 5, I believe. And they got a lot of good guest speakers, and I think it's going to be a great thing. To, that I'm glad to see the Libertarians are out there saying no more wars. Because I know we're sending the boys and girls overseas and t- saying thank you for your service and thank you for protecting our freedoms, but we are losing our freedoms. We're not protecting anything here. Our freedoms are being taken. If you look at Gavin Newsom, talking about you know, he's surrounded by armed security, yet he's talking about you know, the evil of guns and you know. Strict gun control is stupid. Uh, I'll use Matt uh quote. That all gun control are racist, and uh, you know, gun up everybody, know how to use the firearm, you know. So that's what that's the end, you know. That's now real quick, and I'll this I'll finish it up. This be the end of the podcast, but it's just like with over in Taiwan, China is gunning. And they want them back. The, From my understanding, the folks, when, China, when the communists took over China, the that regime, the people who were there, w- went to Taiwan. Okay? And my thing is, you know, and we're worried. Oh, my gosh, we we, we, we just, we got to go over there. We're going to have to defend Taiwan. We've got to go defend Taiwan. Why do we got to defend Taiwan? You know what you do? You say Smith and Wesson Glock you'd say we want to open up the channels and get AR-15s in the hands of the Taiwan people. Well, I want to get the get handguns in the hands of the civilians of Ukraine. Ladies and gentlemen, I'll say this. If you, we have the greatest military in the world, bar none. If we have to go all out war, we will be undefeated, guaranteed. But when we fought in Vietnam, when we went to Afghanistan, what were we doing? It was guerrilla warfare. Them folks had guns. And we had to retreat because we don't know who's who. And, you know, so in turn, give guns to the civilians. Don't give the guns to the government because the government will just turn them guns on the people. But as long as the civilians and as long as the people have guns... To protect themselves and their rights and their freedoms. They will be safe. And we will not have to go to war with China. So that's the end of the podcast for this week. And I want to thank you. So please once again if you will go over to our YouTube channel. Our Rumble channel. At Maximum Libertarian. Subscribe. Hit the notification bell. Like and share it. If you, wherever you're listening to the podcast. Give us five stars. Rate us. And then go to Twitter. At WeAreMaxLib. All of stuff will be down in the description below. And uh, you know. Follow us on Twitter. So until next time. Ladies and gentlemen. I'm Brian with Maximum Libertarian. So, don't just try to live free, but we've got to stay free. See ya.